Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. This is uh, session eight of our series on the status and benefits of those in Christ. And today, you're going to hear something that you don't hear very often. I'm going to have about a 10-minute message. (laughs) Well, I mean, there shouldn't be that much rejoicing. I mean, y'all need to, uh, my goodness. Uh, Our main event today is very special for some young people who are made decisions in Christ. And what a blessing of the Fox and Black family here today. And it's going to be a good day. All right, so let's go in our scriptures now to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. We've been talking about the status and benefits of those who are in Christ. And uh, we've been talking primarily about how God sees you. If you are his uh, child, if you by faith have received that free gift by his grace of eternal life, then uh, you've been born into the family of God. The word says in John 1 that as many as received him, you're not automatically in the family of God. By creation you are, but not by redemption. If as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, be a part of his family. But having done that, uh, in the study in Romans 8 about there is therefore now No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God's not mad at you. He never has been. He's been angry with our sin. But 1 John 2 tells us that Jesus became the full payment of our sin, the propitiation, the full satisfaction of a debt that we couldn't pay. And the Word of God is very, very clear. That your heavenly Father's in love with you. He saw you before you were ever born and he loved you. I said, He he saw you before you were ever born and he loved you. And he chose you. And he opened your heart to believe and trust him. Lord, don't let us ever get over that. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who don't walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. What the law couldn't do and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son. In the likeness of sinful flesh, He condemned sin in the flesh in order that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Then last time we saw that uh, as we walk in and by the Spirit, that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. What does a child have to do to be an heir? Everybody say, just be born. Hallelujah. If we're children, then we're heirs. The Bible says we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. 
Remember, I explained to you last week that you're on a joint account. And on that joint account, it doesn't mean it's half his and half yours. A joint account means it's all his and it's all yours. <laughs> what a blessing that all the blessings of God in Christ Jesus belong to the children. Everybody say, that's me. That's me. Ephesians 1, beginning with verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father. Do you know that you, not only should we receive the blessing of God, we ought to bless God. Do you know that you do that through your praise? You offer to him a sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with how many? Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. How many of you know the word says here that every blessing that belongs to Christ belongs to you? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Can I ask you something? Is Jesus holy? Is he blameless? Are you in Jesus? then how does God see you? In Christ, holy and blameless in Christ. See, our problem is we don't believe it. And if we don't believe it, we don't act like it. Our problem is we have a mistaken identity. We're acting like somebody we're not. The Word of God says the way that is the truth is the way God sees us in Christ Jesus. Would to God we'd have our minds renewed by the Spirit of God, the Word of God. And uh, the very character of God. He chose us in Him for the foundation of the world. We should be holy and blameless before Him in love. Agape, unconditional, unrelenting love. Well, I don't know, Pastor. I fell short of God's glory. I sinned yesterday. Well, it didn't diminish the love of God for you when I owed it. His love's not dependent on your performance. His love is, is dependent on His performance. And he got everything right on your behalf and credited into your account. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad you came today? I'm going to preach myself happy here in just a minute. Without blame before him in love, having predestined us. Now, that doesn't mean, okay, I'll take you, eh, don't want you, you, yes, no, no. A pre predestination is a preset destination. Did you know that when you left your house today, you, were, you had a preset destination? You got here. And uh, it wasn't that somebody did something and you didn't have anything to do with it. You, you, you had a preset destination, and that preset destination was to be adopted into the family of God by Jesus Christ. Why? According to the good pleasure of his will. What does that mean? Because he wanted to. He adopted you because he wanted to. You were sons and daughters of Adam, but he wanted you, and you had to be born again. And when you were, you were adopted into God's family. How? To the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved, in Jesus how accepted is Jesus in, the, in, in heaven today? How accepted is Jesus when the Father looks at him? Is there any rejection there? 
Well, then if you are in Christ, how accepted are you in the, in the eyes of God? That doesn't mean he's, he's pleased with every choice we make. The Bible's very clear that we are to confess our sin. But it doesn't mean that you work your way back into acceptance. You're already there in Christ Jesus. And you come to a place where there is already forgiveness there for you. And what you do is not begging him to forgive you. You're embracing that which he's already decided to do. To forgive you of your sin. Hallelujah. Well, the the spiritual blessings that are in heaven, we'd never be able to enumerate all of them. (laughs) No way. But I'm... We ought to get more connected with it. Romans 5, 5 says that the love of God has been poured out in our heart, in your spirit, man, by the Holy Spirit. The love of God been poured out in your heart by the Holy Spirit. I love John 17, 26. Do you ever read the, the whole chapter of John 17? It's Jesus praying for the disciples then and for you right now. I pray John 17 over you every day. That's part of what the Lord has told me to do as as your shepherd. And I love the last verse, chapter 17. Jesus prays that the Father would give us revelation that the same way that the Father loved the Son, that same love is the way he loves us. No, y'all didn't hear what I say. No, you didn't hear what I said. Jesus' prayer was for us to get it, to understand that the same love the Father has for the Son, the Father has for the sons and daughters. God give us greater revelation of that. And that love is the most powerful force in heaven and on earth. I said, there's nothing that the love of God can't change. For we're more than conquerors through him who loved us, Romans 8. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. The love of God. You say, I'm just so concerned about this person and that person. Pray for a greater revelation of the love of God. Because the love of God is the greatest eternal force, the greatest magnetic force in heaven and on earth. It'll break down every barrier. It'll change everything that needs changing. It'll give new life to everything dead. Pray that the the love of God would be revealed and manifested and that God would do what he did to Lydia in the, in the, the book of Acts, that he opened their heart to believe. Thank you, Lord. So the greatest spiritual blessing in heavenly places is the love of God. How do you know that, Pastor? Because God is love. It's his character. It's his nature. If there is somebody that I don't love, if there's somebody... That I, that I think that I am more valuable than they are because of 
the way they vote, the color of their skin, how much money they have. If there's somebody that I believe is less valuable than me, then I have violated and, and I have insulted the love of God. How many of you know if all of us would get greater revelation of the love of God and not only be receivers but be carriers of that love, this world would change. The love of God. God give us greater revelation of it. You say, I can't change the world, but you can change your world in partnership with the love of God. And out of that love flows a mighty force called grace. God's favor and God's ability. I love Romans 5 when you are just having been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom also we stand in grace. Do you know you got a grace standing before the Father? He wants to show you his favor. You say, well, pastor, my circumstances are not lined up. Can I tell you something? You've got to quit letting your circumstances define how God feels about you and let the word of God define how you feel. That's the truth. Circumstances are facts, but facts don't have the power of truth. Lord, let us be your servants in truth. And I'll close with this today. One of the spiritual blessings in heavenly places is, do you know you can go right before the throne of heaven and be heard? Do you know that? Amen. Oh, I've never been to seminary, Pastor. Well, I, you know, I've been there. That, that ain't going to help you. <laughs> I'm not dissing that. I'm, I'm, I, I got all these degrees and all that stuff. But I want to tell you something. The only way... Everybody who knows Jesus as their Savior and Lord has an audience and a right to go right before the throne of God. You can go right into the throne of God in His presence by faith right now in Christ Jesus. I love Hebrews 4.16. We have a great high priest, Jesus who is tempted in all things like we are, yet he never sinned. But he is at the right hand as our high priest right now interceding for us. So therefore, let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we may receive mercy. He's compassionate about where we are and what we're going through and find grace to help us in our time of need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Everybody pray this with me. Mighty God, thank you for your holy, mighty, and living word. I will hide it in my heart and bear fruit in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, what a great day today is. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.